0: If you would love to create a transformational and successful coaching business, but you don't know where to start or how to make this a full-time career, then my new certification program, Influential Coach, is for you. There is no other four-month live online mastermind like this. I am going all-in, guns blazing on this one with you to skyrocket your coaching career and personal brand online. You will learn the frameworks I personally use for rapid transformational coaching so you can support your clients to achieve their dreams no matter where they are in life. You will also learn how to authentically brand and market yourself as a coach so you can stand out from the rest and build a career of freedom and fulfillment. Spots are limited and this is an application only program. So if you're serious about finally committing to building a successful career in transformational coaching, Then head over to IamJoelBrown.com slash coach and apply today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. I'm your host, Joel Brown, and I'm here today with a fellow kick-ass Aussie legend. I've uh, followed his journey for a while now. He is the founder of 21st Century Education. He has coached, supported, led over half a million people so far in his career, uh, he's an activist. Uh, man, he stands for truth. He stands for uh, creating abundance in your life, but doing it the right way. He's a best-selling author of What I Didn't Learn at School But Wish I Had, uh, which is a bestseller. And also the founder of Australian National Review. Jamie McIntyre is the man. Jamie, I love the content you've been putting out. I resonate with the way that you teach. You're so ahead of the curve, bro. And the way that you teach even financial education is just so ahead. The way that you built networks, I know you've rubbed shoulders with people like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You've rocked stages with Tim Ferriss and uh, Richard Branson. And you ha- got into Bitcoin when everybody was trash talking it back in the day. And you've been able to build so much abundance, great structure, great financial security. And a lot of people really uh, love and, and support you in that process too, man. I know it takes a lot of courage. So, Today, there's a very pressing thing that's in the sphere of this world, and uh, we are in this interesting time where there's a lot more questions than there are answers, and there's a lot that's required from us to investigate and to reason, to find truth. Uh, And there goes a saying, man, that uh, the truth is often surrounded by a bodyguard of lies, and uh, you're very good at digging through those to reveal what's, what's truly there, and I love it, man. I love your courage. Bro, let's dive into this. Let's go into... Uh, Where you're at right now, where you're best supporting people, what are you feeling within yourself is a great way to really arc a conversation around this because I want my audience to feel like they can create structure and more certainty in this time of questions and uncertainty.
1: Yeah, thanks, Joel. Yeah, no, it's certainly uh, a very interesting time in the world. I think it's very scary in some aspects, but then also, you know, the other flip side of scary is exciting if we look for, you know, what we can control and what we can change and things that we certainly may be outside our control. I think 2020, they talk about the Great Awakening versus the Great Reset. And uh, so the exciting thing is there has been a Great Awakening. Uh, I mean, all of us were really asleep. You know, some of us started waking up, you know, sooner than others, um, but it's been a, a slow process But 2020 with the, uh, I mean, I'm going to say COVID falsified pandemic or COVID fraud, certainly awoken millions of people around the world to go, hang on, something even intuitively isn't right, even if I don't believe in things that aren't you know, pushed down our throat on mainstream media, uh, we just intuitively know things weren't right. Uh, and as the days and weeks and months go on now, you know, it's very hard for people still to believe the official narrative that we're all going to die of COVID, you know, it was pushed you know, a bit over a year ago. So I think t- what I say about that, the first step to creating change and uh, is, is awareness. So the Great Awakening is about that awareness. So we've been the last 12 months supporting people, you know, p- predominantly through my show, the McIntyre Report, the education process of awareness, from writing them the facts, Provide them what's going on, stuff they're not going to see on mainstream media, uh, which is important, and that will be an ongoing thing. And, and myself, being an educator for twenty years, that's you know something that you know I've been educating people about you know, in, you know a range of things for years, but particularly now, it is such a sense of urgency. The next step we have to move to is practical solutions, um, but still, there's so many people that. Have to still go through the awareness stage, and to know of certain things so many of the listeners might be aware and going. Yeah, I, I know a lot about COVID doesn't add up. I, you know, I believe it's a falsified pandemic as well. The numbers don't stack up. The death rates are inflated. Uh, they're pushing so hard on a on a global medical experiment, which is just ludicrous on any grounds. You know, it's not like you know we're talking we're dealing with a man flu. Uh, you know, even our Australian Prime Minister's come out and said, you know, we need to adjust our attitude. You know, it's it's a bad flu. Uh, well, the reality, if you look at the stats, it won't even come in as a bad flu, but they're about to commit, you know, people committing, you know, not, I wouldn't say committing suicide, but you know, take a vaccine, which is, uh, which is already uh, causing a serious health risk for people initially, but nothing to what's coming. So I think, yes, yeah, solutions are critical, but a part of that, and like anything you know, Joel, is, is it's a bit like what Tony Robbins always said we don't want to make life out to be worse than it is, or we certainly don't want to make it out to be better than what it is. We need to accept reality of what it is as uncomfortable as and as, as, as horrible as it that is, and when people find out the real truth, how bad that is, but then let's at least be honest and real where the world is at and then chart a path from there. And uh, that's going to re- mean people dealing with a massive amount of uncertainty. Uh, some of your viewers would be comfortable with that because they've educated themselves and uh, developed their mindset and psychology where they've dealt with uncertainty in the past, but perhaps nothing to the level of what we're about to go through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is something that some people don't want to speak up about because they're in fear of being judged. Right. And look, no one likes to be wrong. In the case of, let's say, I I personally put out material warning people about the vax. Right. Mm. And I've had people come at me and they're like, hey, Joel, you know, I don't think you got this right. Listen to this doctor. This doctor said this. And, you know, this is normal for vax and so on. And, and, I, and I've heard it. And to be honest, nothing swayed me enough. I'm, to- I'm a totally open dude. I've been open to so much in my career through coaching. And, and I just don't feel like I've learned um, anything new from anyone that holds enough weight to shift me to go, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm going to go put this in my arm, right? Uh, but, but I look at it and more than just like trying to prove people wrong, that's not my job. I don't want to try and prove people wrong. As a matter of fact, I'd like, I'd like it to be the reality that somebody comes and says, ultimately, look, here's what's actually really going on. And if I'm swayed enough to go, oh, I was wrong. That's great for humanity because ultimately for you and me, man, and many other people that are speaking up, uh, what we truly want is we care about people. We're in a space where we care about people, right? Put self-righteousness, ego aside. It's really about like, hey, I care about humans. I've been caring about humans for a very long time through my own coaching practices. Now's the time more than ever that there are people that even if they've done a little bit of personal development or they do some spiritual stuff, they still have wounds, and they still can be easily controlled uh, through their identification with having to be this way or that way. They're too, they're too hard set. And I, I've created this um, practice of being as fluid as I can into whatever is truth. I don't care where truth is, man. I'll turn every stone until there's no stone unturned for truth. Yeah. That's how important it is. Uh, but, but, you know, there are people that are listening right now that are going, you know what, this isn't weighing up doesn't feel right in my spirit. I see some stuff here. There is a lot of noise too. Some people can mix some weird conspiracy stuff and it throws it out. But for the most part, the real juicy stuff, like how do we communicate this, man? How do we share it in a way where it's going to be effective rather than just, you know, getting angry.
1: Yeah, I agree and it is uh, and, and there's of course there's a lot of noise out there, but the reality is I guess you know, if we care for people our obligation is to at least warn them. Um, so once we've done that and done our best to do that, well, then, you know, we can say we did our best. The reality is a lot of people are not going to listen. A lot of people will never wake up to the reality, um, because they're so indoctrinated. You know, they think everything else is a conspiracy theory, but they tune into the conspiracy theory channels, 6pm news, you know, CNN, BBC, ABC, channel 7, 9, 10 in Australia, the conspiracy channels. And they take in those daily conspiracies. Uh, they never question it. They never ask for evidence that you know, the PCR test kits actually work. They never ask for evidence how come we're counting healthy people as cases of such a deadly pandemic, but have you seen anyone die of it? Uh, they never ask questions about the, the, the blatant inflation of deaths. Uh, a real pandemic doesn't need to inflate deaths, they don't need to incentivize deaths. They would actually have real deaths. I mean, we take away, you know, even the CDC, you can go and look at the websites. Only 6% of the 2.7 million people they're claiming have died of this COVID have actually died of COVID. And that still requires further investigation because there are no autopsies done. They're not doing autopsies. Why would they be doing autopsies? So there is nothing that adds up about COVID other than it's a massive fraud. And it's sorry that has to shock and offend some people, but some people will. Jim Jones, remember Jim Jones? Oh yeah, Jim Jones, America that created the cult and, uh, and convince people the world was ending, and had them um, all drink poison and commit suicide together. Two hundred people. We are talking about a massive vaccine cult right now on this planet that is convincing seven point five billion people to participate in the global medical experiment. Um, that you know against something that's no more deadly than a flu, because it is a flu. Um, whether it's engineered in Wuhan lab or not, re- irrelevant. It's not that deadly. Uh, but what is deadly is the ignorance and the stupidity of humans to go, oh, we're just going to participate in a global medical experiment, and take a vaccine that's not in a, ineffective, unproven, unnecessary, uh, just you know, no, not rushed to market to protect us against what? I mean, it's just absurd. If, if we were facing a real pandemic where your chances of dying if you caught something was 100% death, then... You'd still go and research the vaccine and say, what's the risk of taking this? But I'm, I'm facing 100% certain death, and I've got facing a 3, 5, 10, 15% death rate if I take the vaccine. Then you'd weigh that risk reward up, true? But when you're facing something where, unless you're already dying, aged care home, and they've already vaxxed you with that many uh, flu vaccines for the last two years to help kill you. Um, and you're already dying of you know, cancer and terminal cancer, the chances of dying from COVID is virtually zero, zero. Yep. Yep. The chances of dying from a thousand other things is a greater risk. So it's massive irrational fear, even what Elon Musk said. He said, I've lost faith in humanity because there's been such crazy rational fear. But see, the, the point is, whenever we're, we're humans, we're very good at being in denial because most of us live in denial our whole bloody life. Let's face it. Um, we're not very good at wanting to know the truth because it's a comfort bubble, but in the past you could get away with being ignorant or or uneducated or not knowing the facts about, oh, I'm not into politics. Well, yes, you are, because global politics affects your life. So today in the world we live in today, there's no hiding spot. You will either be vaccinated or they'll come hunt you down and vaccinate you. That's the reality of the world we're facing. It's not to scare people, but the average life expectancy if you take these vaccines is three years. Most people suffer such serious side effects in six to nine months. They couldn't make it too deadly up front because people know straight away they're dying. But don't even know how many people. It's about 3% serious adverse uh, risk already instantly, of dying or serious illness, lifetime illness. For 3% if you take a vaccine now, but wait six, nine months, what that jumps up to. And in three years, but by then it's too late. The idea that you'd you'd ever, anyone could be sane enough to go, oh, let's mass vaccinate the entire world with an unproven vaccine for a a man flu. I mean, if that doesn't wake people up, there is, it's absolutely absurd. And, but then people don't want to believe the big lie, Joe. We know, like, look at Hitler. Hitler's PR guy was always like, know, the key to fooling so many people is just they never believe the big lies. You can tell a big lie and get away with it because people suspect little lies, because we all tell little lies, little white lies, etc. but they don't suspect a big lie. See, people don't want to accept the reality that maybe there's some people that have way too much power on this planet, way too much money, and believe, falsely believe we're overpopulated, and they want to do something about that. They want to depopulate the planet. Um, people don't want to believe that big lie, because Channel 7's not going to tell them that. Channel 7's going to tell them, no, the B- they're going to tell them a different big lie they'll believe. Oh, COVID, the global pandemic is going to kill you if you don't take a poison injected into your children, your grandparents. That's the reality. Yeah. If you want to accept reality or not, uh, that will be their choosing. But it, the igno- ignorance is deadly. If we start to – now, it's not a matter of believing me or believing mainstream media. Um, I just say to people, go and do your own bloody research. You'll soon figure it out. And if you don't like the truth, you, can, you can't hide anymore. The truth is going to come find you. That's the reality of the world we're living in now. The vaccine, you're going to have to make a choice. No, take the vaccine or do yeah. take the vaccine.
0: Yeah, and, and maybe that's the part that they're scared of most, right, is if I find out what the truth is, my reality changes. I, I have a very strong belief, and maybe this doesn't gel with everyone. That's okay. I'm willing to take that hit. There is a war on reality right now, right? Absolutely. World War Three looks different. It's not, they can't go do World War I. They can't go do World War II because it's too obvious they tried it, it doesn't work. Evil forces are at play. If you yeah. think that we live in a world of sunshine and rainbows, you're fooling yourself. I coach thousands and, thousands and thousands, you've coached half a million or so or more. Like, bro, there are so many wounded people. There are so many people that are living in trauma. Uh, there are so many people that haven't forgiven those around them that they get to forgive. There's so many people that come from lack scarcity, right? And they're trying to create from this place. They live in fear, guilt, uh, shame. They blame one another. Like this is the reality of the world we live in. We live in a fallen planet, essentially. Uh from a spiritual perspective, there's there's you can't deny it. Like we're at the point now where there's a lot of this dark that's going on, man. You see what's happening in pop culture. We it's almost like America at that. Like you know, for all my American followers, I'm sure most of you would agree. It's kind of like the, the, you know, you follow the rabbit down the rabbit hole and then you find the magic potion and drink it. Next thing, the whole world's upside down. Like that's what's happening in America right now. What used to be considered bad is now good. Things mm. that you could, you, you, you could question, you can't question anymore. Uh, there's a war in reality. It just looks different, right? So let's, let's look at this, man. Let's, let's pull this apart. Let's say you're in a, you're, you're in a third world, uh, sorry, you're in a first world country. Let's say you're in the Western civilization you're in America, Canada, Australia, UK this is where most of the listeners are. And we seem pretty cushy. We've lived in mostly times of peace. Now this has come to our doorstep and there's some sort of a control measure that's in play. They, they call it a medical apartheid. I believe that with this vaccine passport, what do we do next, man? Like to, in order to move into solution rather than stay in problem, is there Even if someone feels like, oh, I don't know if it's 100% true yet, but maybe they could get some ducks in a row, how have you managed this? Because I know you're ahead of the curve with a lot of these things. You're great with your investments, great with your structures. What's, you, what's the game plan that you're advising people
1: right now? Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a very good question. I'm doing up a, a report, which I'll make publicly available, and we're getting a report commissioned by several of our foundations are involved in. Um, the, the good news is there's a large army of us that are working around the clock now to deliver solutions. I, I think part of it before you look at solutions is awareness, the first step, which is a solution, first step to change is that awareness. A lot of people must get much more aware. Uh, it's just a comfort bubble to think everything's okay. I think the first thing for people to accept is the way, the, 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 how the world has been up until the end of 2019, say. It's over. So we have to first let go of the old world. If we're kidding ourselves it's ever going to go back to that. So if we keep clinging to the past, which is something humans are very good at, we don't want to let go of our past, which stop me moving into our future. We have to now accept whether we like it or not, whether you believe in COVID or not, the world how it was is gone and gone forever. So that's the first step before we accept change. So there's gonna be massive uncertainty regardless. Now, as we know, most people, Joel, aren't good at dealing with uncertainty. you greater greater capacity to deal with uncertainty, the greater your capacity to be successful or wealthy or any endeavour in life. Most people aren't good at that. That's why they cling to whatever the government says. The government says, take this poison. Uh, and, it's you know, there's even Bill Gates has warned, told people, you know, he hasn't, they haven't exactly lied about their gender. Yes, or you'll kill or seriously injure 700,000 people. Um, you know, that's in the early stages. I mean... It, but people will cling to power, like the, the, the people that represent power, the governments or the mainstream media. So that's the average person. But I'm going to suggest your listeners are probably not in that bracket. Most of your listeners are aware, are awake, uh, or certainly going through that process. So once enough people, you get to a point where you realize the reality. As I said, don't make it out worse than it is or don't make it out better than it is. Just what is the situation we are dealing with? Then we can chart a path. Now, to say I have all the answers or there is or, uh, solutions that were guaranteed, there is at this point in time, I would be saying to people, and I'm going out to some of my you know wealthy friends, etc., because some of them don't get it yet. I would be saying right now, Houston, we have a problem. We have a serious problem, uh, and we are seriously running out of time. So first of all, we have to accept that we may there may be no effective solutions, and we may be facing. Uh, the world's going in a horrible place if we can't stop this. And then we might have to accept that some things we can't control, uh, and we can't stop it. Now, I believe there is things that we can do. And I believe in the faith of humanity. And I believe enough people educated and working together for the, for being a force for good that we dramatically increase our chances of making the world a great place. Now, on the other side of this, if we can overcome, uh, I guess we say this evil agenda. Uh, the, the people that have too much influence on this planet and, and don't have the best intentions and not honest transparency, not transparent about their agendas. If we can overcome this, we can create the world the, in the, the way it should have been, the way it could be. So the good news is if we win this war, there's massive reward, okay? But we are going to have to go through turmoil and massive uncertainty. So it's easier, and I know why, it's easier for most people just to stay in denial. No, no, it must be a conspiracy. No, no, there could never be that. Uh, because everyone else is saying, like the example of the Titanic. If we knew we are on the Titanic and we know the future, that that Titanic within an hour is going to crash into an iceberg and most people are going to die. But if you're on the, at the bar in the Titanic and you're not really, you heard that it's a conspiracy, yeah, it doesn't, might not happen, whatever, and you're drinking at the bar with everyone else, and everyone else seems in denial as well and seems okay about it, There's this false sense of security that you think everything's okay and that's what people are clinging to because, oh, now everyone else knows these things will go back to normal and that is such a deadly trap. To know something, so some of your listeners already know the full extent of what's going on. To know something and not to do is not to know as well. So this is the other thing. If we, any human being and any endeavour, and you would know this to be true, if we have advanced information, if you know more than other people, then you have an advantage. But if we know certain things that are happening and we don't do anything about it, we just keep trying to deny it because everyone else is and don't plan, then we're, we might as well not know, you know. So the first step is definitely awareness. So we have to continue that and find out more because you have to develop to certainty within that you know exactly what really what's real, what's not. Then you're more likely to act. So the good news is that, I mean, there's a lot of good people on this planet. So we are doing all sorts of things. We're working now. We're launching the Global Health Organization very soon uh, because we're, we're competing against the World Health Organization, which is basically one world government that's dictating policies. And yeah. the World Health Organization, yeah. if you don't know, Joe, you would know many of your listeners, is basically a Bill Gates-run organization. Bill Gates controls that. He's the larger private, largest, largest private donor, largest donor by any country. And Bill Gates, Bill and uh, Fauci cut their teeth on the AIDS scam. The AIDS scam, it wasn't that people didn't die of AIDS. But I remember being with Tony Robbins in 1994 in Hawaii, and uh, Tony had a doctor friend that was exposing the AIDS scam. And basically what they did with AIDS is they'd lie with statistics. They basically keep uh, expanding the definition of what you might die from, then counting as AIDS to show a graph, make it look like a global pandemic. Because once it's deemed a global pandemic, all the members of WHO, most countries around the world, have to release billions from their health budgets. Just like people trying to figure out if COVID's a scam, you've been already scammed. You know, your governments have been scammed already. Because in 2010, some of your listeners might know, but there was a motion put to European Parliament uh, that the World Health Organization, the drugs, i.e. vaccine companies had dangerous levels of influence over the World Health Organization and they got caught out trying to hype a normal flu strain out of South America into a global pandemic, but they didn't get away with it. So what Gates and them did after 2010 was change the definition to make it easier for who to deem in a global pandemic. Why? Because once covid was when they tried this scam again in 2019 after they did event one at 201 which is a simulation exercise and then the the real thing was rolled out um once they got it to be deemed a global pandemic our governments had to hand over billions of dollars to drugs and vaccine makers and grants research blah 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 and then now gates is asking for another 301 billion dollars uh, for uh, who? I mean, these are very profitable scans, but let's not just think this is about money. It's about more than money, it's about a depopulation agenda. So, whether we want to believe that or not, I don't think they're waiting to ask you or I or any of your listeners for permission. Does that make sense? So, I don't, yeah. it doesn't matter what you believe. It's what is. Does that make sense? And this is what people have to get through their, their reality. I'm not here to convince anyone, whatever. I mean, I know what's happening and I'm going to act according to that and, and plan ahead of that. Still massive uncertainty and still there's no guarantee of success. But I the question comes down to each of us, Joel, is would we rather know the truth as uncomfortable as it is, or we'd rather remain in denial and, and plausible deniability and just go about our life thinking the world's okay and to, you know, clearly it's not going to be in, in the next two, three years, what's going to happen. So yeah. I would dare say most of us would go, Jamie, I'd just rather know the goddamn truth as uncomfortable as it is because I'd rather know. Other people go, no. I just rather just I'd rather not know. Does it make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah. I I'd place some pretty big bets on the fact that if you and I lived by this belief that ignorance is bliss, we probably wouldn't be successful in our own mm-hmm. right. <laughs> we wouldn't be leaders, bro. Because leaders, leaders are the one that take the hit. They're the one that you know carves the path. They're the courageous ones. And I don't know. Some people don't want that kind of call on their life. Maybe it's not part of their journey. Um, but I look at it and I look at like. A lot of people are asking the question, when, when I share this stuff like you do too, uh, and you do it, you do it in great high volumes and very targeted. I, l- I love the way that you share your content, man, by the way. Um, when I share, I get messages from people that I wouldn't say they're in denial. They're kind of going through a process now of looking at kind of weighing things up. And often I hear this question, but why would they do that? But why? Oh, yes. So I think I think that actually what you broke down is starting to create a pretty good case for it, man. And I think that that's the thing is people aren't necessarily fully ignorant. They because it's not in their heart at this point in time, they're trying to make sense of why someone would even do that to another person. And I get it because, bro, this is crazy. What yeah. <laughs> Hitler and Stalin and all these terrible human beings did, you and I are capable of that too. That evil is also able to expand itself in our heart. We're, we at, 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 you know, at our core have some wickedness. We, we live in a world where we're we, dark and light, right? We have these dimensions to us. It's yes. just like whether you want to entertain that or not. There's a saying, the higher you climb, the darker the attic gets, right? Wow, and yeah. if you haven't centered yourself... And you don't have a moral compass anymore. A lot of these guys, these eugenicists, which means they believe in you know, population control and you know, they, they get all the money in the world. They get the private jets and Bill Gates is talking about climate change. He has one of the biggest freaking yachts in the world that chews up and muzzles gas on to, to freaking to the nth degree. Um, hypocrites, pure hypocrites, right? When they get to this point, all that's left is power and dominance and significance. They get, they get their jollies off on it. And so we are going to look at that and go, well, I'm not there yet. But yeah, but that doesn't mean that that's not possible in us as human beings. So when we start peeling it back and then looking at why is this in place? Like, let's look at both sides of the coin to weigh this one up now for real.
1: Yeah, and it's a good question. I understand why people ask that, but why would they do that? Because they have no comprehensional ability to fathom. Because why? Because we've been raised as good, honest people. So we would ask that question because why? Because we would never do that. We can never imagine. We can never imagine that child sex trafficking exists and people do satanic worshipping and you know kill babies and drink their blood. You know, we why? Why would you do that? I mean, we can't imagine that because we would never do that. Does that make sense? Um, so first of all, the other thing people say with conspiracies, they're like, "Yeah, but" or just couldn't be true because they couldn't get everyone in on it, and this is the delusional state of trying to rebut. Uh, yeah. cons- Like, well, no, they don't know the way the world works. Not everyone is on it. I don't think our prime minister in Australia is deliberately trying to uh, depopulate Australia. It's just these people are, uh, I wouldn't even say puppets. they're just misled. Our Australian health uh, minister, Greg Hunt, took the vaccine. And he was in hospital two days later, he took the blood clotting AstraZeneca and he had one of the adverse reactions of of AstraZeneca, of course, deniable any link. So these people are actually, some of them are actually taking the vaccine. They actually believe, they're they're believing Jim Jones and they're swallowing the poison and they believe they're doing the right thing. So not all these people are in on it. I mean, the way to get push for big lies, it's it's from the top. It's a top-down approach. If you can control who, you can control the world. We used to think it was going to be the United Nations as the one world government who, under emergency powers, who can dictate health policies around the world. And if you want to know how, who's dictating health policies now, it's who. They sent out the, the, the directives to the medical associations around the world, the medical associations directed to the, the government and to the doctors, and uh, that's why they said, we're going to use the PCR test and turn the cycles to this level. And as soon as Biden become elected, turn the cycles down, so it shows a few less cases, makes Biden look better. You know, it's all this is a politicised virus, remember. Um, So, and we know the PCR test kit is worthless. Why are we counting healthy people as sick? I mean, such a scary pandemic, you know, they have to count healthy people. It's just absurd, right? It's almost like they're taking the piss out of us. But see, people don't want to let go of the old world. They don't want to let go because if they find out that this is a big fraud and a big lie, what else is their life being based on that's a big lie? If you've spent six years becoming a lawyer or a doctor uh, and if you speak out, like if you're a doctor you can earn $1 or $2 million a year, but if you speak out, that license, that right to earn an income disappears. Like for me speaking out years ago on a lot of stuff and government corruption, I, was, I lost tens of millions of dollars for that, so d- d- it's a risk. But now the old world is over, so we're going to have to make this jump and let go of our old business incomes, let go of our, our, our old certainty. Because there's a new world order coming, whether we like it or not. That's pretty obvious. There's a global coupon right now, the Great Reset. So the question comes down to if we're going to participate in this new world order, are we going to create our new world order initiative, our world order initiative, the way that we want the world to be, or are we just going to allow others to dictate to us because if we don't start setting the path and going, this is how it's going to be, no, I won't wear a mask, no, I'm not taking the vaccine, and enough of us stand up there, no, we're not going to accept this, and we're going to fight back and this is how it's going to be, instead of just having the World Health Organisation in the one-horse race, we're going to, we're creating the global health organisation. And doctors and scientists are, you know, wish to desert the World Health Organisation or supporting them, and governments can now have a choice, have a two-horse race. And I can tell you now, the global health organisation has already said, there is no pandemic. COVID is not a serious public health risk. We don't need a vaccine. So who are we going to listen to? The independent doctors that actually speak the truth or are we going to listen to paid-off doctors that are pushed out there as experts by the corruption? So why would they do that? Who cares? The fact is they are doing it. It doesn't matter. Oh, but they might be in unintended unenca- unenca- consequences. So here's what the, act, the reality is. The, the most dangerous word on the planet is inadvertent. See, people think things happen inadvertently, but you and I know, Joel, that to trade anything on the planet takes a lot of goddamn planning. Things don't just magically, coincidentally, generally happen. There has to actually be some order and structure and, you know, manifestation and intention. Prime Minister, former Prime Minister Tony Abbott spoke out about a month ago saying, look, you know, we, we've got to get from out underneath the doona and stop, you know, we've dealt with these sort of things before, the Hong Kong flu in the 60s, uh, swine flu in the 70s. It's not the end of the world. But, you know, we've got to show some stoicism and, and you know, be courageous and stop living under the dune. And I agree with these comments. But the only thing Tony Abbott and these people miss out, they don't want to join the dots. They don't want to join the dot that this is premeditated. It's a pandemic, not a pandemic, and there's people working to with a, a agenda that they don't disclose. Why? Because we'd never accept it. So they're going to disguise it. So they can't go out and go, Because these people do believe in eugenics. They do believe in the depopulation of the planet. They want to cut the world's population from 7.5 billion to 1 billion. Not because there's why they want to have 1 billion in their club. There's about 100 million of these elites. They want 900 million servants. That's the billion people that will be left. The rest, they consider people useless meat eaters. So if you think there's not people on this planet that don't give a damn about human life, that don't conspire, then we're just deluded just because we would never do that. So the point is it's happening whether we like it or not. And and the question is, what are we going to do about it? And when we look back and history is going to judge each and every one of us, Joel, we know that to be true. What are our kids or grandchildren going to say? Like, what did you do about this 2020, 2021 when there was the warning signs were going off, the red flags were going off and flashing? What did we do about it? Did we, like, too scared to speak out on Facebook because we're worried what our peer-reviewed friends might think, uh, our friends in more degrees than brains, you know? Like really we've got to grow a spine, we know the truth, people know the truth they really want to accept the truth It's just like any aspect of our life, but are we going to stay not in the truth making sense so solutions there is solutions out there, but the solution is going to come from what then happens when people find out this is it can be depressing, but that's part of the emotional trauma we 're going to go through letting go of the old and renewing and accepting our new reality, and then you get really excited, really passionate, go, yes, and you move forward, then you go through another roller coaster. It's, it's traumatic, but that's the price to pay. Staying delusional is going to be very traumatic. You know, you're going to be vaccinated to death, and you're going to see all your family and friends die, or if you're unable to influence your family and friends not to take the vaccine, you're going to witness them dying. Uh, three years' average life expectancy, six to nine months, you know, you're going to see. So you don't have to believe what I'm saying. Just stick around and watch and see what happens. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. it just, we just have to accept the reality, but let's do something about that. So, yes, it's scary, massive uncertainty, but even if those are clean, even business, etc., there's going to be all, a whole new ecosystem, a whole new world economy created. So we're going to lose and let go, but the sooner we let go and move forward, you know, we have to do that in our life all the time anyhow. Is that true, Joel? At times in our life, we always had to let go of the past and create mm-hmm. our new individual future. Now we have to let go of the past collectively and we all collectively have to choose the future for the world. We have to have an interest in global politics uh, and we have to improve our own life individually, but we have to realise that we're not alone. You're not alone. You're not the only people out there. There's an army of force for good. And when you get disempowered and go, well, but here's the other thing, but what can I do about it? This is the other thing people face. I can't really do anything. It's just me. It's like we're screwed. There's nothing you can do. But that's, that's also a false myth. There is more of us and we can do a lot to change this. It's not easy. The world is going to go through very difficult times. It it already is, but it's going to get worse before it gets better. We have to accept that reality. But together, if we believe, and whether you're religious or not, I tell people, I don't care if you're religious or not, but start bloody praying, okay? We're going to need all the help we can get, Um, and we're going to have to go in faith. Whether, we, whether you're religious or not, it's not about that, but you're going to have to believe in a higher power and that there's a higher power, a force for good in this world that will assist us, will help us, because right now humanity needs massive help, and it's Houston. We have a problem. There should be red flags going off everywhere, but I still know some smart people, and I'm going to have to update them, even some of my wealthier network. Like, guys, we're the, there's a serious problem, and you're still not realising it yet. So most people don't get that yet. But if you realise that sooner than others, you can start preparing. For instance, now yeah. like I'm selling a house on the Gold Coast uh, you know, for multiple reasons, but because I'm changing the course, even with my assets and everything. But um, we need to take care of our own food supplies because there's a food shortage coming. They'll deliberately, they'll do everything. They'll lie, charlatans. They'll do anything to get people to take this vaccine. If you don't think there's something sus about that, because otherwise, why would they care? Some people take it, some people don't. They would do anything to get you to take a vaccine. And those rebels that resist, God help what's going to happen if we don't prepare for ourselves. So I'm setting up sustainable villages and I want to roll that around the world. That's one thing we can do. We need sustainable villages that we can go to that grows our own food, has our own water supply, diesel, backup, everything, uh, because we're going to need that. Otherwise, people in cities, it's easy to, you know, as you say, invisible war. You can take down a city easily now. Just cut off coals and Woolworths in Australia or, or your shopping centres, wherever you are in the world. Just people in the cities would starve in one to two weeks. One to two weeks, they're gone. We are so dependent now in such a, dis- a centralised system for our food and everything and the you know, gates is behind all that, the global food thing, that they, can, they will, and this is what's coming, and particularly in America, they will create huge food shortages and they'll only hand out the food packages. You'll have the choice, take the vaccine or starve to death if you don't have a plan B in place. So whether we like it or not, we should have a plan B. We need to be able to grow our own food, have our own water, have our own things because when things do go from bad to worse, you don't want to be left starving. You don't want to have to be dependent upon a government that is is being pushed by the elite uh, to push a vaccine on you. Otherwise, you don't get to live in the world. You won't be able to go on a flight. You won't be able to go to a restaurant, into a bar. That's what they're planning right now, digital package passports in australia in america they're going to try and shut us out from living but you take this vaccine and take all this and you can live why would we accept that from con man charlatans and liars that want to coerce bully and intimidate our grandmothers into taking a vaccine our little kids into taking a vaccine why would we ever listen to these people and give them any credibility any respect anyone participating in the COVID fraud should be sent to jail and hopefully one day they will does it make sense Joel? Mm -hmm
0: yeah i'm i'm picking up what you're putting down man <laughs> it, it makes a lot of sense and uh you know i'm putting my i'm putting myself in the shoes of the listeners that are sitting going whoa all right here we go buckle up right there's a there's an end game when we view it from a perspective of we're gonna have all the answers and we're gonna do you know because this is how a lot of people are approaching it is like we're gonna set up this and we're gonna do this and this and that all right cool we we prepare we get ahead of the curve the infinite game, which goes beyond this is, you know, as a saying uh, in, in the scriptures is essentially that the body can be destroyed, but you can't take the soul and spirit. Right. And, and so what I'm seeing, and I had, if you know, Ricardo Bossi, yep. uh, yeah, no. he's, he's a political figure in Australia and, you know, he, he's very much in a similar page to you and I about this. And, and he said, Joe, he said, how do they break us down? He said they attack each pillar of our life, our mental, our emotional, our spiritual, our physical, right? The, the business, the, you know, what, what, what's supplied to us, where we eat. Like you said, this is the thing. It's happening on subtle le- levels, but often we, we don't respond until it's too late, you know? And, exactly. and he's like, you know, I, I love people and I care for people and I wouldn't be a leader if I wasn't putting the word out. And so, you know, it sounds like this is what we're doing too is, is to look at this. One of the core pillars for sure, bro, like you can have your business super successful with that money coming in, but if your health is shot, bro, they got you by the ghoulies. You know, they've got Mm -hmm. you, they've got you where it hurts because you essentially can't do much if you can't get out of bed and you can't think straight. If you're feeling off, your energy is one of the most important commodities. So I think like really structuring, right? Like for you, let's, let's talk about it. Like in a nutshell, if you could break down some of those categories of life, like, Okay. you talked about physical environment, getting into a new space. You talked about food, getting some good food in your system. Obviously your immune system is the ultimate weapon against disease, right? But we also have uh, your finances. Like are you a, I know you, you invested in crypto. I've been investing in crypto too. Are you a crypto dude? Do you think we should have our money in just in Bitcoin, should we be diversifying? Are we got fiat? Like how, what's a move that you can see so far?
1: Yeah, I mean it's interesting because these things we have to factor in. Obviously, they're more surface level issues. That the key issues we have to win this war up against, otherwise, none of that will matter. But as far as, um, yeah, no, obviously, I was an early Bitcoin investor. One of the wrote one of the first books on Bitcoin in the world. Um, so I recognised that trend in the early days. And and those people that listened to me, you know, did very well. Uh, I'm still a big believer in crypto. I'm in back we're in several new cryptos, uh, and that's going to be a big part of the new future. So what we've got to understand is that people build up successful businesses my done well the part the, the whole world is over uh, so unless you 're a massively large company that wants to participate in depopulation agenda and join the, the elite club uh, communism they bring in global ta and communist a great great reset so if you're thinking that's a conspiracy, go and check out the great reset it's not you know um, you know anything that you know so many conspiracy theories have come true in the last year. You know, well, I wouldn't doubt too many, you know. Whatever your mainstream media is telling you, do the opposite. That's the simple one. <laughs> if you don't know what's on, is whatever they're telling you is a lie and do the exact opposite, okay? I used to teach that in my seminars. You want to be successful, find out what most people are doing and go in the opposite direction, you'll be fine. Um, so that's the shortcut if you want to figure that out. Um, so as far as assets, yeah, definitely like crypto, digital currency is the future of the world. But the key is we want digital currency that is decentralized, that the money, the Wall Street bankers that run the world, et cetera, that are skimming the, the existing system, corrupt the existing system and are raping and pillaging it for their advantage. That's why you have to pay so much income tax. And that's why we, you know, we work so hard to, you know, be able to put food on the table. Uh, and the new world order was done in the correct way, we'd eliminate all that. We don't want government-backed digital currencies because that's not that's centralized and that's what we're getting away from. So decentralized currencies are part of the future. So yes. I, will, I, I can't give financial advice, but yes, I'm a good believer still in, in crypto and will continue to invest there. Uh, real estate, depends where you're at. You know, I've always predicted in Australia, the real estate market accurately in America as well. In Australia, we're going through a massive property boom right now, which I said it would happen. Um, that, that will last and places like Gold Coast, people moving to, so populations going surging. So that's what drives property prices, low interest, et cetera. So property probably won't hurt, depends on where you are in the world. But when a lot of people start dying, it's going to, you know, affect, and sadly, going to affect property prices in the future. Um, because if you look at the projected uh, population, and this is what we were questioning for years, Deagle and these other military-associated sites that predict population, uh, Australia's population predicted, I think by 2025, to be only 15 million, down 10 million from 25 million. America is expected to drop by 50 60%. So these population-accurate predictions have been around ever <coughs> for a long time which just highlights to the the pandemic as opposed to pandemic agenda or oh, actually there's no point in it even thinking that it, it actually is so whether listeners like this or not well, i have the, i've seen the information i've seen the documents there's a massive depopulation agenda and they're out to kill us all so whether we want to accept that or not you know we can keep being nice and believing in them but you know the world is going to change whether we like it or not yeah so yeah essentially. Create, there's going to be a new eco, we're going to create a new ecosystem. So we're creating an alternative to the World Economic Forum. So all these structures that are being created and have been hijacked and corrupted, like who, the Global Health Organization will compete directly against that and the Global Economic Forum will compete against the World Economic Forum and we'll start fostering uh, these businesses that you, so to help businesses that don't demand people wear masks or be vaccinated to go into, and so there's going to be a massive ecosystem in the new world of tremendous opportunity. So out of crisis comes opportunity. So we can keep our heads focused and and, and do what we can to change the world and let go of the rest of it, financially, uh, many the world many can do very well, and we need to do well because so if we have the money and the power, we have the ability to protect the way, our life that it should be, and to create the world in the the shape and the vision that we want it to be. It's because we've neglected that, it's because we've been too busy watching sport or on Instagram or or being um, distracted by Hollywood celebrities that are there to distract you. We have to accept responsibility. We've allowed people to be able to do a globalist coup, take over the world, plan for years for people in powerful positions, accumulate so much wealth Uh, and make it so hard for the rest of us to, we have allowed that to happen by, I guess, ignorance. Uh, So we have to accept some responsibility for allowing the world to get in the dangerous situation it is in now because we're asleep at the wheel. We believed the conspiracy theories for too long on mainstream media and didn't listen to the alternative narratives. We didn't do our own research. We get too, too busy, like... i'm not into politics well yes you are whether you like it or not it affects you global politics so we have to accept responsibility we contributed to this failing world but we then in owning that we can accept responsibility let's create the world the way that we want it and we will dictate the terms it's either we dictate the terms or we're going to be dictated to and that's the reality so it takes leadership etc but there's massive opportunity um and just being educated and and then educate it, knowing more than others and then acting on that education.
0: Man, such a great breakdown, such a great breakdown. And, you know, I know that for some people, this is quite a bit, it's quite a bit to think about, especially if you you've been in the middle kind of going out, I'm not sure, even if you, wow, if you've been on the other side going I'm, I was about to get, you know, the jab, but now I'm realizing, okay, this doesn't make sense. Look, I'm telling you, man, I, I see a lot of, intelligent people in the space that I know have been very ahead of the curve on many things. And they're all, they're thinking very similar to us. And, I'm, and that's not to I'm, look, I'm not about shaming people that think different. I think it's a very narcissistic, controlling, manipulative, psychopathic move, which comes, seems to be coming a lot from mainstream media and these mm. figures higher up. Um, but just know like in us sharing this, we're sharing this from the love of our hearts, you know, it's not coming from fear. And, and that's the thing we get to ask ourselves when we make decisions is it coming from love or fear, you know and and looking at it from a space of what's most important to me right now like if i genuinely care about my health care about my loved ones you'd want to do the research because sticking yeah. your head in the sand is not doing anyone any favors and the more that we do this like bro i put up polls on my instagram when i do insta stories sometimes i'll, I'll share something and i'll say you guys buying this you know uh, uh do you still think this is a conspiracy I'd say damn near 94 to 96% of my followers, and I get thousands upon thousands of thousands of votes, are all like, they're not buying it anymore. It's just that most people aren't speaking up, which is super unfortunate. And, and this like shutting people off and canceling people. I saw a video the other day. You might've seen it. This guy was breaking it down. He's a socialist psych- psychologist and so on. And he said, cancel culture is a dress rehearsal for mass murder. And I was like, mm. whoa, that's heavy. That's big. But when you look deeper into it, think about it. This practice of you can cancel a sitting president, whether you like Trumpy or not, whatever it may be, you cancel someone in a high position like that, which, bro, you did that 20, 30 years ago, you'd be hung for treason.
1: Exactly. You know?
0: uh, but, but like to do this, to cancel a sitting president, to con- cancel whether it's left or right, whoever it is, anyone that shares something that's that's different from the conspiracy, you know, the, the forced narrative, the agenda, uh this is a practice to see how will people react. And the more and the more that we do it and the more that people accept it, the less sensitive they become to it. We're going to go that step further. And the step further is not just making people disappear online, but making them disappear in the physical too and seeing yeah. how people handle that one. They did it already with the, um, was it the Tanzania president? One yeah, of the they're
1: pres- down, four of the African presidents now, not just Tanzania.
0: Yeah, they went disappeared mm. right gone and by the way Tedro moses somehow gets his hands in it who's the leader of the the world health organization with billy billy boy and uh and goes and puts this puppet in place to replace it's it's like carefully positioned people that that are uh, will abide and you guys have listened to all the episodes i have hundreds and hundreds of episodes with all these you know people tony robbins and deepak and all these people you know, I'm here to spread love. And, 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 you know, Jamie, when you look at his work, he's here to, to, for the betterment of humanity. We're not just sharing this as like, a oh, it's a concept. It's legit. And now it's time to wake up. Share this with your friends, with your family, with your followers. Uh, Jamie, if you know someone like, because I had a conversation the other day, one of the girls is following me and says, hey, Joel, you know, I know this stuff that you're sharing is true. Uh, but like, what do I tell my sister? My sister just got, you know, the first first run. And I said, well, she hasn't taken the second yet. Tell her not to take it. Like send her this stuff, share all this stuff. Like if the first one didn't get you, they weren't going to want to try and get you with the second. I believe our immune system's pretty dope. Like it's pretty awesome. And it, and it can fight quite a bit. And I think that if you're, you know, if you're now wavering and going, oh man, what do we do now? Uh, what, what do you
1: think, Jamie? Because
0: I think the time's running, the time's ticking right now. We need to step
1: up. Have to realize, even people like myself and others, that we're not going to make too many more warnings. We got to move into probably is going to happen stealth mode soon and action and behind the scenes doing to say, try and save this planet and save humanity. Um, so people, you know, they've been given enough warnings, okay? They're not listening. Uh, if it's your family and friends, I'm, I'm, a, I'm fortunate enough, I can influence enough people that most of my family and friends would never take a vaccine. Um, but others that are having trouble influencing me, you can send them to my videos or whatever. I'm a bit more brutally honest and, and sometimes I deliberately to offend people because sometimes people need to be offended to sh- to um, snap them out of their hypnosis. Um, but ultimately, it's their choice what they do and that's what people have to understand. If you go and put an untested, unproven, ineffective, dangerous, deadly uh, poison into your body that you haven't researched for, for what to stop, that doesn't even stop a man flu, that's not going to kill you, um, then you've got to look at, why are you so insane to do that? Uh, many people will do it because they're indoctrinated. So do your best to protect your family and friends. But I've t- said people at the beginning of this year, sadly, many of us will lose family and friends in 2021 um, because you're unable to reach them and get them to stop doing it. Um, you can go the other way. People are going to go ahead and your parents or whatever are going to go ahead and do it. Or you say, well, can you at least, you know, put some money into a trust fund. So, you know, if you do die after taking it, you know, there's some money there to pay for your funeral uh or you're going to get you know three percent of people already getting full-time medical care from the initial stage not to mention what's going to happen six to nine months who's going to look after you so that maybe you know or can you come and say goodbye to your grandkids uh at least before you take it um so you're you're you're, you're trying to reach them with reality of truth because they should do that i mean how many people have you seen posting on facebook yeah i just got the COVID vaccine and then say so three days later they're dead um so if people don't realise, if you are going to watch, I mean, I'm on the threads, I see how many people dying daily in the adverse reaction. So, you know, I see the evidence. But most people in mainstream media, all you hear, heard about was people that uh, died of COVID. Well, actually, they didn't die of COVID. They died of comorbidities. They are already dying. Oh, but if someone elderly now died from the COVID vaccine, oh, no, they didn't really die of the COVID vaccine. They already had comorbidities. They were already dying. You see the hypocrisy of how they spin it around? I mean, it there's a reality is you have to accept it. If you could go through 2020, and we're now into what April 2021. And if you haven't woken up yet, if someone hasn't woken up yet, uh, maybe just pray for them. God help them, because they haven't seen enough red flags now to wake up, then perhaps they're never gonna wake up. And perhaps that's part of their journey, you know. Mm-hmm. Um they're gonna take they're gonna follow Jim Jones vaccine cult, drink a poison and kill themselves. Um but they probably won't know because they'll, they'll still be in denial when they're dying because they're like, oh, no, it's not from the vaccine because Channel 7 telling you it's no direct link, you know, seeing, saying it's no direct link. So they'll still blissfully end up dying and still think they were right, but it's a it's a dangerous way to go. I, I'm just going to call on people and go, you know what, if we're going to die and we're all going to die one day, let's go down dying fighting for freedom and fighting for the betterment of humanity and fighting for a future for our children and grandchildren. We are dealing with, you know, con artists and charlatans and, and people that are despicable, that have evil agendas for the world. And what are we doing, sitting around twiddling our farm? Should I take the vaccine? Should I not? Of course you shouldn't. Why would you listen to these people? They don't have your best interests at heart, but then people won't listen to people that are pouring their heart out, risking their entire career, their entire credibility to try and warn them. So the point being is that they, if people don't even listen now, there's a fair chance they, they're never going to listen. But there is people out there you can, we are reaching. And it's just like your friends are going to say, like people go, what? you know, Jamie, why didn't you tell me to invest in Bitcoin in the early days? I'm like, I think I did. <laughs> They're like, well, why didn't you really shake me and tell me? So we have that duty and obligation, not just to tell people, but really go to our friends or family. Look, I'm really, I'm begging from my heart for you to just do your own research before you do this, because then at least you're not going to feel guilty that you didn't put the best effort in to help save your family and friends. But if you don't do that, you're going to live a life of regret when you have to say goodbye to your loved ones, because, you know, guys, this vaccine is not for any other reason than to kill you. Um, you don't have to yeah. believe that, Gary, but you don't have to believe that. Just put a million dollars up. There's a million dollars. If you don't believe me, put a million dollars up. i will give you a million dollars. You can prove me wrong.
0: Yeah, you did that. I remember you did that on, on social media. So for those that missed it, Jamie put out a challenge and he said, I'll give a million dollars to someone that can prove this is actually legit (laughs) and no one could do it. He had people all online. You had like news channels, like people trying to slam you. They'll slam in Pete Evans. They'll slam in a whole bunch of of people that are sharing truth out there. And uh, it just goes to show, man, like, look, these people up top are trying to play God. And if you're trying to play God, it means you don't believe in God, which means you don't have a moral compass, which means that you're going to believe that we have to put the planet first I'm not a fan of global warming, and I'll probably get bashed hard for this one. I think it's a load of crock. It's, the same
1: that- it's a Trojan can.
0: horse, mate. It's a Trojan horse, just like COVID. So, And this is the thing. They're treating us all like a bunch of leads and trying to funnel us into their system to market everything they want to us to take everything they can. We're a bunch of leads to them, floating yeah. data amongst the ether. And, well, and, they- and that's the problem, man, is like you take the moral compass out of play. What have you got left? You're going to try and play God. And your only their end game is save the planet, which is wrong. Like for me, I'm a Christian. I believe the planet is ultimately at the end of the day is disposable. Some people may not like that. I, I believe we're called to look after the planet. We're called to look after that, which God has created and given to us. But ultimately Christ's main concern is to look after humans, to be there mm-hmm. for human to human. That was his biggest concern is to love one another. This what's happening right now is not loving one another. It's control, it's manipulation, it's narcissistic, it's psychopathic. And, and like, I don't know, maybe some people, I, I felt this, bro. I've been in a relationship with a narcissist. I coach people that have been in narcissistic um, relationships. And I don't use that word lightly. Like yeah, you, some yeah. people label it, but bro, this feels like that. And I've found a lot of people that have experienced narcissism and came out of it uh, are feeling very similar feelings to what's going on with this control measures that are in place now.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and, and it's, it's, it's a total control play. Um, yeah, it's sad. And then what they're going to do is they're going to pit um, the vaccinated against the unvaccinated. So they always want to create left and right. So people have to be aware of where this is heading. So they're going to, like, basically more and more people go, I don't really believe in the vaccine, But I want to travel overseas, so they'll fall for the lie because they want you to travel overseas because people who take the vaccine are going to shed, going to shed the virus and and mutant strains, and they want those people to travel to spread the virus around the world. Okay, what's that
0: mean? What's Uh, that mean? Shed? You're saying shedding?
1: Shedding. Yeah. So if you get injected, you know you'll shed the virus, and it's designed to shed mutant strains. It's designed to activate so when normal diseases come along your order your the vaccine will overactivate your immune system which will lead to brain swelling massive amount of mad cow disease you're going to start seeing next six Nine months, the vaccinated will become dangerous for the unvaccinated because the vaccinated will spread the disease. That's why they want them to travel briefly. There is no more future travel other than that. The travel they only want the elites and private jets traveling the world. So do not buy any of their lives. If you think you know getting a few free donuts from Krispy Kreme to be vaccinated is a good public health policy, I and mean, this is just it's a joke, right? Um, <laughs> Donald's paying. $4 and, you know, four hours bonus, $40 to teenagers to take the COVID facts. I mean, is that what a teenager's life is worth, $40? These are criminals, right, to coerce, bully, intimidate. Anyone doing that is a fraudster. And then when the world restores itself to a proper order, these people would be in jail or hung by t- around the t- village trees for treason, you know. So don't listen to fraudsters or charlatans or men or people that want to murder your children have already killed granny, uh, you know they're going to turn the vaccinated against the unvaccinated and say the unvaccinated are a threat to public health and that's they're already building quarantine camps in Australia. They've already got them built in America. So that's what I'm saying. That's where the world is heading. These people will stop at nothing. And uh, unless we get toughened up and realise we're up against an evil enemy, we're lambs to slaughter. You know, we are lambs to slaughter. So we have to toughen up. We have to believe in the greater good and be a force for good. And we have to have courage. Otherwise, we will not win this war. But we can win this war because we're fighting against weak, demasculated men. Most of these men that are running uh, this show—they—they uh, uh, no are, even, yeah, they're—they're yeah, they're weak cowards. They, they like to intimidate and bully. Um, it's time, men out there, stood up and be men, and women out there, you know, become strong women that is necessary because we're going into war. Just because we've had 70 years of so-called peace and complacency, uh, we need to toughen up because we're deluding ourselves and we've taken all these freedoms for granted. And it's, it's, that's the danger. We created this because we took so much for granted. We didn't realise that just be able to go to a supermarket and get food and a whole range of food is like a massive, uh, grateful for that. Uh, you know, we have not looked after the world we've taken it for granted and that world's now being taken away from us because we didn't look after it um but we now it's a wake-up call and great we need to wake up those who don't wake up i'm sorry life has consequences take a vaccine it has consequences it, that's just the reality so it's up to people what they do um, by all means make a very wise choice
0: yeah yeah absolutely man this is far beyond just what we see on, on the news and media. Like we're getting it kind of as the last line of whatever the information is by the time they're already making the moves, right? So this is chess and checkers all at the same time. We've got to be smart about this, be strategic, come from love. Um, Thank you for sharing your insights and advice, Jamie, man. I really appreciate you. I know we could have talked about, you know, we could have gone on here, bro. Talked about entrepreneurship and speaking on stages and building business. It's not time for that. Like, We've got that. You you've been speaking about that. You know, I've been speaking about. It. We've got tons of episodes on that. I love that you've been able to be courageous enough to step in and be real. And I know the place you come from. Um, all of the things that you've said, uh, for the most part, like ninety five percent of it, I've witnessed it myself and seen it. So if this gives some form of edification here, um, mm-hmm. and reinforcement, uh, for those that maybe even doubting it, like. I don't know, Jamie, can they just hit you up on certain things or have a look on your page and you could, I'm sure you'd be able to send even resource links to actual people that are saying this, like, like censored legit doctors and immunologists that are actually saying that this is, this stuff is true that you're able to. So I know that what you're sharing, you always share from a place of what you can back up through resources and links. So if anyone's doubting,
1: do your research yeah absolutely australian national review we provide unlimited amount of articles and content uh anrnews.com is probably the quickest way to get there join our telegram threads etc and you can start being updated and join a community of people that uh you know a global citizen your citizen journalists that share and so much intel i mean that's we're fortunate we do get a lot of information ahead of others and that and we have to use that to our advantage uh to better prepare and warn others um, but yeah, no, it's, it's scary times, but if people ha- have faith and, uh, and step up to the mark and, and, and come from truth and, and accept the reality that it is now, but we can change that, then we can create the world. This is what the processor has to go through in order to get the world the way it should be. So it's difficult. Or it's challenging times, but you know, we, whether we remember or not, Joel, I think we all signed up for, for this thing called life, <laughs> 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 up for or didn't quite know the details but we i'd say at some level we did we did agree to come here so let's do what we're meant to do while we're here
0: yes amen amen big love brother thank you so much for jumping in and uh instilling your wisdom in the space and uh i'll keep rooting for you bro you got me in your corner thank you so
1: much Uh, real quick i
0: just want to drop in on this before we wrap i know you gotta you gotta bounce bitcoin 2.0 what's
1: this Yeah, so something, it's been four years in the development. I'm a a significant investor in it. I'm an advisor to them. Um, There's some things people are going to find out about Bitcoin in in the future that probably they won't like. Uh, You know, I was a big back of it early, and I'm still not saying that it won't. Bitcoin will probably go to half a million. Um, That's my price prediction. I did a a commentary on that a week or two ago. Um, So it has an enormous future. But, you know, we Bitcoin 2.0 is more to help because Bitcoin 1 was really about, Obviously, a payment system, but did taking away the control of the money issuing from the, the federal bankers, the central control bankers, and putting it back in your know, hands, of the people, so to speak, which I was fully, being a libertarian, is fully supportive of that. Bitcoin 2.0, I was really trying to go, well, we're going to change the world as well. We need to not only change the financial system, we need to change mainstream media. We need to disrupt that and support independent media. So it's a big support of independent media. That's why I support it. Uh, and it's just a faster payment system. But if, if we can change, you know, break through the stranglehold of mainstream media feeding lies and conspiracies to the world and allow the truth to come out, and that's what we do, Australian National Review and other independent news sites, then we can take control of the world back and put it in the hands of the good people, put it back in the institutions that are meant to be transparent and represent the people, not represent Bill Gates and his puppet masters. So that's why I'm a big backer of that. So then find out more about that at anrnews.com.
0: Awesome, man. I love that. So, so essentially, you're investing in funding uh, for other real truth independent based uh, content to get out there. And, and, you know, if it has enough people collectively funding it, it could be just as big or even bigger than mainstream media to be able to drown out the, the noise and bring truth. I, I love that, man. I love it so much. That's awesome, bro. That's a great mission. All right. Thank, thanks a million, bro. Is there anywhere that uh, they can go to as well? I know you said uh, Australian National uh, Review. Yes, but sure. Is there any other thing?
1: A- a- anrnews.com is a short link for that. Uh, McIntyre, Jamie on Instagram, but I'll probably be deleted off Instagram pretty soon. I- I'm banned on Facebook. and uh, But um, yeah, so I just want to let people know that we, are, we have given warnings. There's a lot of content there, but remember it, things could go stealth and quiet in the near future the world is heading in, in a pretty precarious situation. So uh, just get prepared. You're better off knowing the truth, I believe. Be prepared and do what you can control and let go what you can't control um that's all we can ever do throughout a whole life anyhow but now we really a lot of us being trained for this situation we're now going to have to uh put uh you know put our big boys pants on or big girl pants on and 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 face the challenges and on the other side of this i think there's there's going to be a beautiful world we can create
0: good man good to know i'm not the only one doing it (laughs) we all get to do it awesome i i want to leave you with this last question here i know you saw matthew mcconaughey drop this one thanks for sharing that bro uh yeah. the, question, the question is, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like?
1: Well, hopefully it's not going to come too soon because there's a lot of work to do. But I would say, you know, uh, of course, I want to thank my family and friends for the journey that I've been, the people that I've crossed paths with and shared this journey with. We all know that uh, this time is coming for all of us. You know, the time is going to run out um and uh, we have to move on to our next journey uh, we have to leave some people behind but um i know that the, we would get to see these people again and why we're here time is time is our only real asset and don't waste that time and uh be courageous and uh realize that you know we're all going to die so live until that time comes